It's time for the Power Hour of Love, starring Charbol and El Bandito. Welcome to the fiesta. Hey everybody, welcome to the Power Hour of Love starring Charbol and El Bandito. Hey El Bandito, how you doing tonight? Ooh, I'm doing especially good, senor, because I'm just recovering from a bad cold I had all last week. Oh man, was it another battle with the germ goblin? Oh, it must have been, man. It certainly felt like it. Oh, I hear you, man. You know, I decided to take a little trip to Chicago. I think I had a couple remnants from the germ goblin with me as well. Uh-oh. So you were up there having the... Uh the big deep dish pizza, and you got a deep dish tummy ache. <laughs> oh, you know it, man. And you know me, like, I don't fly. I just grow big and kind of, like, walk over there, you know. But, but <laughs> no yeah, doubt. You know, even with that long walk and stuff, it was still, uh, you know, it was still quite a lot to handle. I was able to consume three pieces. Nice. Which, yeah, it was, it was very delish. And, you know, I was trying to help out with some of the crime problems up there in Chicago. Oh, yeah? How'd that go? Uh not so well. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I hear Chicago is like the murder capital yeah. of the country right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 pretty rough up there. But mm-hmm. getting back, no out, offense to Detroit, we don't want to piss anyone off yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, but getting back to what you're saying, so you're fighting a little bit of a cold, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, I was feeling a little bit sick, but it was nice because since we talked about it on the last episode of the Power Hour, I was able to jump back into uh, Fallout Four and. Ah. Uh, Get, make up some lost time and finally run through the end of that game and you know start downloading my DLCs to start playing some of the new ones. Awesome. So you've defeated the main campaign, huh? Absolutely. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. With that, you know, being that I have completed Fallout 4, I actually went back and started playing the original Fallout. Ooh, the old computer game? Yeah, yeah, you know, the you know, point and click, you know. Uh, how, how close is it to when you play, like, Gragnock in the Ruby Ruins, like, on your <laughs> Pip-Boy? Because I started playing that, too, and played it for about an hour, and absolutely loved it. It's like one of those point and click adventure sort sure. of things, you know? I'm going to have to play that one. I think I may have missed the Gragnock ho- tape in the game. Oh, I haven't okay. played that one yet, but it's, it is kind of like a... Um, like the old school, like uh, Wizards of Might and Magic, like mm-hmm. where you have like the screen. Oh, such and such is. I, I I've seen some you know screenshots of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It looks know. like the Legend of Zelda. You move around and then you yeah. run into something and it tells you what do you want to do. You want to attack it or recover or flee. Well, I would say like the original Fallout was much more like it was kind of like a mix with like Diablo. Oh, you know, okay. like how you kind of moved around. Sure. You had to like I said to actually even just move. You had to click. Where you wanted to go, yeah. But um, when you entered combat, it was—it's kind of almost like Vats. It would like this little combat thing would open up, and then but you would use action points to move Ooh, to okay. certain spots because, like, yeah, if you're standing right in front of your camp companion and like he takes a shot at like a rat <laughs> or something, he's most likely going to hit you too. So, <laughs> hey, that's yeah. that's how the game is now too. I yeah. always have people walking in front of me. You know, you have Nick Valentine, Piper, to just take a couple of shotgun rounds to the back of the head. They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing about the those older Fallout games too, if your companion dies, like they're gone for good. They're oh. getting back up. Yeah, so. that's the way Fallout Three was. You remember yeah, that? Who yeah. who was that one girl that you found in the in the Smithsonian? 
Was oh the, man, name was like yeah. Sandy or something, something like that. Yeah, I remember, yeah. dude, I got stuck at one part where I I couldn't avoid killing her. It was just over and over again. She would die every time. It she took me kept, forever. She just kept getting in the way. Huh? Yeah, she would walk right in front of this guy shooting a missile. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, that's definitely gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, you, you you can't palm those. <laughs> Absolutely. So the, so the old game's pretty awesome though. Huh? I, I'm digging it. I'm uh, I, I I found the water chip, which is the Ooh. first mission that you're pretty. But it's you know it's about half. Like that'd be like. 50% of the game completed. But okay. um, yeah, like I kind of just dove into it. And I'm kind of just, I'm not reading any strategy guides or anything like that. I'm kind of <laughs> yeah. just playing through. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty cool. Like I, I'm definitely having a lot of flashbacks to like 1997 and stuff. <laughs> now I've seen your collector set that you have of that, right? Isn't that the one that it, it came in a, in a mini nuke? <laughs> <laughs> you got it, man. Yeah, actually it, that was a really, really good buy. I, mm-hmm. I think it was only about, I think it was like 50 bucks wow. and you got fallout one, fallout two, fallout tactics, mm. uh, the game of the year edition for three and the game of the year edition for fallout new Vegas. Wow. Yeah. Has all the DLCs included. So yeah, yeah. For only 50 bucks. That's awesome. It was very cool. And it even, it even comes with a sleeve for fallout four. Oh, cool. Uh, I play mine on the Xbox one though, but you know, mm. it's like. Definitely, uh, you know, if, if I wanted to get it for the PC, you know, I'd have a, a space for it. So. Sure, sure. And I like the way now you can use, like, the uh, Xbox controllers just right oh, on your PC. That's dude, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. I mean, for mm. an older game like Fallout and being at so point and click, I do just use the mouse. Sure, but sure. Yeah, but, like, if, if you wanted to play 4 on your computer, oh, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be much different than on the console. You, you know? got it, man. You got it. Well, aside from uh, video games, man, we got some new TV shows coming out these last few weeks, huh? Oh, yeah, we've got some really big hits just jumping out on Netflix. Uh, the one I'm personally excited about, because you know what a comic book fan I am, mm-hmm. is uh, the the new Luke Cage show. Oh, yeah, I saw some trailers and stuff for that. That's looking like it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. He was fantastic in Jessica Jones. That was a great series. You know, it was mm-hmm. great that that jumped off right after Daredevil had come out. Oh, yeah. You know, and they're keeping that whole Hell's Kitchen kind of theme to it. And, you know, it really looks like they're going for maybe a Defenders kind of you yeah. know, uh, wrap up at the end. So that would be nice. And that's, that's what I heard too, is that, yeah, it's going to ultimately pull in that, like the Netflix shows are going to have their Avengers type movie. But like, as you mm-hmm. said, like the defenders. So yeah, that would be pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and I mean, you know, daredevil for me is both seasons were just phenomenal. Oh, totally. You yeah. Know, um, Shane every, in there as the Punisher was. Oh, <laughs> that was that was. I don't so know good. his real name. I feel bad. Yeah, no, that's okay, man. I'm sure all the listeners out there will relate. You know, Walking <laughs> Dead. You know, and um, yeah, the uh, you know, even the, you know, Vincent D'Afrio as the you know old par- private pile <laughs> playing the kingpin. What a what a. What a great yeah! He know, was fantastic. Yeah. Well, what a great choice for him. I wonder what he's like in real life because you see him like in all sorts of weird things, like uh, Men in Black. You know, then you see him in Full Metal Jacket, yep. Adventures yep. in Babysitting, and then oh, he's yeah. just you know creepy pseudo psycho criminal kingpin. <laughs> and you're like, man, his range is so awesome as an actor. I I bet he's like the most like boring person in real life (laughs) probably just totally normal but he's so larger than life whenever you see him on the screen he's fantastic all i want to know is if he was the one actually cooking those breakfasts that he kept making (laughs) in the first season every time he made that like i would have to go like start frying up some eggs too i was like i want to eat eggs now well (laughs) i i can tell you what i think is is especially smart about the shows coming out on netflix and about marvel's uh you know layout in general 
is that they're going to put out an Iron Fist show to kind of complement this whole Defenders thing. Oh, okay. yeah. And we all kind of thought it was going to come out around the same time as this Luke Cage, but it looks like they're going to wait till after the release of Doctor Strange. Okay. And considering Doctor Strange has a bunch of mysticism and all of this in it, it's really going to help lead in more to, you know, buying into a whole show about someone who's... That's a you good know, point. Kind of yeah. a mystic, you know, because yeah, with the hand and Daredevil, we kind of already have a taste of people coming back to life and things like this. But sure. if you're going to have the whole protagonist and the whole show revolve around it, yeah, uh, it's kind of nice to have a well-established kind of magical mantra. That <laughs> makes makes a lot of sense, and uh, I, I know I'm not the biggest fan, but I did catch the first episode of the latest uh, season of. Agents of Shield. Oh, okay. And that introduces Ghost Rider. Nice. Into you know, it's very different. I'm not going to okay. say anything because I know you'll probably end up watching. Oh, it's not it. Nicholas Cage. No, oh, it's, so, you know, I'm so bummed. Oh, oh no, no. no, it absolutely isn't. <laughs> Actually, it's a completely different Ghost Rider story and stuff. Oh, okay. But like I said, I, I I could see why they're taking the liberties, and they could definitely still introduce like a Johnny Blaze character later. Okay. Or who knows, maybe Nicolas Cage will be the Johnny. I I really don't know where it was going, but it was interesting <laughs> enough for me to be like, let me check this out. I probably won't yeah. continue watching it. It wasn't enough to really hold my interest, mm-hmm. but like, I, I think someone like yourself that's really like, sure, you know, everything that they, you know, you want to kind of just eat up the whole Marvel universe. Like, mm-hmm. I think you'd really dig it. Oh, totally, man. I'll have to check it out, you know, and the, uh, What's so you know? I think Nicolas Cage is getting to the point where he's desperate enough. He might do TV. Right? He might. He <laughs> might. Well, like especially now that you mention it, that's it's, it's not the Johnny Blaze character. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be. Um, you know, it could be. You know, we'll, we'll just have to see. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to check it out. Lord knows it's better than you know a lot of the other trash on TV. So you know, I mean, we could be watching the Kardashians or something. So. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I know a lot of the other shows are starting up soon too. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I'm a big fan of like the CW. DC Universe stuff that's kicking off. Mm-hmm. Gotham uh, season three, which is as batshit insane as it usually is, <laughs> but you know it's something. It gives you something to watch on Monday nights. Yeah. So well, uh, they they just put yeah. the uh, the first season of Supergirl on Netflix now, uh-huh. so people can check that out. They yes. we're still waiting for the the new season of uh, of the Flash, the second season of the Flash to oh, come to Netflix. No, it's not okay. on there yet. Okay, and they're still waiting for the fourth season of Arrow. Mm, so, so we'll we'll I'm, see when that comes out. But I'm you know. sure that's right on its way. Being that those are going to kick off this week, so yeah. I want people to get caught up and stuff. So you know, it it'll be nice to see. DC Comics, you know, doing what they do best, which is TV. Like, oh, please just stop yeah, making movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I absolutely agree. Now, before we get to our first uh, musical break, I do want to mention also another awesome show that just jumped on Ooh, okay. this uh, this past weekend is the season two of Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I won't spoil anything because I know you said earlier you haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. but folks out there if you're a horror fan if you're an evil dead fan and really those kind of go one in the same i mean if you're a horror fan and you don't like evil dead <laughs> there's probably something wrong either that or you're like eight years old but uh, <laughs> even the remake just came out so you know they could yeah. be but either way you know old school ash like you know it, it's i thoroughly enjoyed the first season the second season is hopping off just to be just as good Check it out. I know it's on Stars pay channel. Yeah. Get your subscription. Get yeah. It. Yeah. I think you can even get like the Stars Plus or whatever now where you don't even have to have a cable thing. You just watch yeah. it on the internet. Stars. All right. So the first uh, musical break for tonight, 
you know, to keep keep it going with the uh, with, with the Ash versus Evil Dead, the horror. October's here. Halloween's right around the Woo-hoo. corner. So we got <laughs> the Creep Show with their cover of the Misfits classic Halloween. Bonfires burning bright, pumpkin faces in the night. I remember Halloween dead cats hanging from poles. Little dead are out in droves. I remember Halloween. Bradley Vertigo, where skeletal life is known. I remember Halloween this day, anything goes. Burning bodies hanging from poles. I remember Halloween. That was the Creep Show with a cover of the Misfits Halloween. Oh man, what a great track! Yeah, if that doesn't get you in the mood for Halloween, man, I don't know what will. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the original, but definitely an awesome take on it. Got that rockabilly kind of feel with that, like you know, keyboard playing going and stuff like that. That was pretty killer. Oh, absolutely! And what a beautiful voice that young woman's has. Oh, definitely. Yeah the uh, the Creep Show is based out of Toronto, Canada. Ooh, you know, fellow uh, fellow workers with our our good buddy up there, Word Burglar. Ooh, Ooh there you go. We're gonna have some stuff coming from him late, a little bit later. 
I didn't but. know we uh they they had Halloweens in Canada. Did they do that there? <laughs> yeah, man. I hear. I have to you. imagine Canadian candy being very weird, you know, because they eat a lot of weird stuff up there. You know, they have the poutine yes. that they eat. It's yes. like French fries with gravy or something. Oh yeah, I have I have had the the, the <laughs> French fries with gravy. But you know, what? I mean, it sounds awesome. I don't know how America gets a bad rap when Canada's putting fucking gravy on their French fries. You know, <laughs> absolutely. We're the fat fucks. You know. Well, you know what's funny is um at Niagara Falls, Canada. I uh, went through a haunted house one time where they could actually touch you. Ooh, that yeah. sounds nice. Yeah, <laughs> like, and they definitely took advantage of that liberty. Um, <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, of course, they weren't grabbing you any like private areas or oh, something. But okay. well, that's not that exciting. <laughs> but definitely, your legs, your arms, you get like really getting in your face. Like it was, it was. Can you grab people? No. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, not worth the trip to Canada. <laughs> Although they do have some of the best like strip clubs in the world. So, uh, unfortunately, I didn't make it in any of those, but I had heard the same while. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely check out the Creep Show. They're on Facebook and stuff. And like you, like you said, that was a awesome cover of the Misfits Halloween. Yeah, I hope we get some more from them in the future because I, I really enjoyed that track. That was great, man. Definitely. Hail Bandito. Guess what time it is? It's time for Podunk News. Podunk News. Ooh, my favorite part of the show. All right, so here's what's going on out there in the rest of the podunk world. Well, the band Ghost, which we watched their video last week. You remember that one that was like kind of like the 1920s? Yeah, that really awesome one. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of Dick Tracy-ish. Yeah, absolutely. Well, they've just revealed that they've welcomed a new bass player. And El oh. Bandito, you're going to like this. It's a female. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, unlike the other members in the band, which keep their... Uh, you know, their uh, identity very secret. Mm -hmm. She has been revealed to be the former bass player of New York-based Led Zeppelin tribute band, Les Zeppelin. <laughs> I, oh, that sounds so awesome. I figured you'd really dig that. And You're you know, like, the 350-pound woman has also played. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's pretty... She's smoking? Yeah, well, I mean, as smoking as she could be wearing all that, like, gothic-y, like, you know, Oh, that could be smoking, <laughs> I mean, you see some of those emo girls, and you're just like, I'll give you a reason to cry. I mean, I think they need to have a few, like, cutouts, like, you know, like... The, uh, I mean, you can <laughs> Like a uh, uh, Green Jello style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, no, she, I did see a live music video with her in it, you know, and mm -hmm. she was really rocking it. Oh, cool. And they're actually going to be making their way down here in November. So maybe mm -hmm. we'll be able to stop yeah. in and see Ghost live. Yeah. So besides what's going on with Ghost, uh, the Deftones just recently re released a new IPA beer called Phantom Bride. Oh. In a few weeks, I'm going to bring some in and we're going to review it on the air. Oh, good. Aren't those things like 9%? <laughs> Most IPAs are higher alcohol content than your average beer. Oh, good. Maybe we'll get uh, Chucky Bucks to come in here with us. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we want to have a review, right? You know, maybe <laughs> we actually get maybe a sponsorship from these guys. <laughs> that, that would be great. Uh, but, you know, a place where you probably could already get some Phantom Bride would be at the Ozfest meets Notfest, which was a combination of the mm. old school Ozfest festival and the newer school Slipknot's Notfest, which nice. recently took place on the weekend of September 24th in California. The festival featured Slipknot Slayer, Anthrax, Butcher Babies, All right. Suicidal Tendencies, Black Sabbath, and many more. 
So yeah, that was definitely a, a, a rocking time. And oh, where, where, where did you say that was? That was in California. Oh, okay. I was like, why didn't we go to that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, next time, next time. Yeah. Well, I think it was more of like the proverbial passing of the torch sure, of sure. the old to the newer. And I know we've seen Slipknot and a lot mm. of those bands previously. Yeah, and Slipknot was fucking awesome, oh, I have to say. Absolutely, man. And uh, you know, speaking of Slipknot, uh, Korn just recently released a new song featuring Corey Taylor of Slipknot that everyone can check out on uh, YouTube. So <laughs> That's so funny you just mentioned that because my thought was like, I enjoyed Slipknot way more than when we saw Korn. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they were like, hey, get in here and yeah. help us out. Yeah. You know, from what I've heard off of their new album and stuff, which comes mm-hmm. out later this year, I mean, later this month. Uh, you know, it sounded like they're going back to some of their more older, sure, sure, which is what they were playing when we heard them. So I don't yeah, know if you'd well, like well, it. Well, no, like they played their their like debut album, yeah. which you know you really you don't remember any of those. <laughs> things, you, know? you don't. You remember the uh, freak on a leash? And, you know. <laughs> well, it was definitely a, a sight to see when we did see it. I was waiting for you to be like, "That's on their debut." Album. <laughs> no, no, you're you're good there. That was okay. a couple albums in, but. You know, uh, definitely they've got an upcoming album. It's supposed to be really cool. Yeah. I did listen to the song with Corey Taylor. It sounds mm-hmm. sounds pretty, yeah, pretty they, good. Yeah, they do great stuff. I mean, I got nothing against them, but just when we saw them and all they did was the first, like their debut album was like the anniversary of it. So I understand. Sure. You know, you, yeah. that's cool. It's great for them. You know, I applaud them for that, but- yeah, it wasn't like the songs I wanted to hear, but that's okay. They didn't like go, hey, what does El Bandito want on the concert tonight? Let's make sure to play <laughs> they that. They should have. You know? Hey, my ticket was like you know, $80, you know? <laughs> those, those were expensive tickets, but it was definitely worth the price of Yeah, admission. so it's like they should have consulted Slipknot, Slayer, Marilyn Manson, Corn, <laughs> and let them well, know I was coming. So. I don't know if they should have consulted Marilyn Manson. He was pretty <laughs> freaking wasted. Even <laughs> if they, they may have, and we wouldn't, wouldn't know the difference. That, that's good. Good point, good point. Well, moving on, we have uh, legendary filmmaker John Carpenter had some choice words about Rob Zombie recently. Really? What's he up to? Rob Zombie uh, remade Carpenter's classic Halloween back in 2007. Right. And here I've got a clip that we can listen to of what John Carpenter had to say recently. Okay, let's check it out. Hello, young lady. Hi. How are you? Good. First of all, big fan. Thank you for all your great films. Thank you. And my question is, how do you feel about the horror film remake trend in Hollywood that's going on right now? And also about your uh, Halloween movie that Rob Zombie remade. (laughs) Did you like it? Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, Those are great questions. First of all, remakes in general are popular now because of the amount of money a company has to spend advertising to get people in the theaters. And one way to cut through the clutter of advertising that's out there is to come with a title in recent memory that they've heard of. So for instance, all the horror remakes, maybe you, maybe the, the, the thinking is, maybe you saw it with your brother when you were young on, on home video, or you've seen it on television, and we're gonna update it. So it has a built-in awareness which is the, the number that they're trying to reach to get the audience, the customer out there, aware that your movie is, is in the theaters. And that tends to be why they remake horror. Horror has, I'll say a word about horror. Horror has been with cinema since the very beginning. It grew up part and parcel with the image, with cinema. And it will always be with us. It's one of the most popular genres of all time. And it, it's, a all, it's an all-purpose 
genre because it keeps changing. Every culture, every few years, it, it morphs, it changes into something else. It brings the sensibilities of the age in which it's made, which is, that's what's so fabulous. If you look at Frankenstein or Dracula or The Bride of Frankenstein, the, the Karloff films that were made at this studio, they're very much of the 30s and the Depression. They're Depression-era movies. They're speaking to those audiences. But if you look at modern horror films, they're speaking to you guys. And they bring the sensibility that you've become used to seeing and you demand seeing in film. And, God, Alzheimer's has hit me. What you asked me about uh, Rob Zombie's. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would say nice things about him, but, you know, we did this... Uh, I thought it was, it was going to be a real cool deal for the, the History Channel, the Biography Channel, whatever that is. They, they were going to do about Halloween. I thought, ooh, that's pretty cool. Until I noticed that they did one on Caddyshack. And I thought, wow, <laughs> what is this? Anyway, they interviewed him on that, on that biography and channel, and he lied about me. He said I was very cold to him when he told me I was going to, and that he was going to make it. Nothing could be further from the truth. I said, make it your own movie, man. You know, this is yours now. Don't worry about me. I was incredibly supportive. Why that piece of shit lied, I don't know. <laughs> he had no reason to. Why did he do it? So, frankly, uh, that will color my response to the film. Uh, if I take that away, I, I did not. I, I thought that he took away the mystique of the, of the story by explaining too much about the guy. I don't care about that. It's supposed to be a force of nature. He's supposed to be almost supernatural. Knowing about that uh, was, and he was too big. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't normal. <laughs> anyway, I'm here. Anyway. Great. Well, thank you. Okay, where are you from? Sweden. Excellent work. Excellent. <laughs> oh, man, that was an incredibly enlightened response from, from someone really inside the industry. That's cool to hear that about the built-in advertising and everything that... Uh, they talk about with the the remakes and how horror has always been with the film. I mean, Nosferatu, one of the oh, yeah. the first movies ever made. Absolutely, know, man. Yeah, j just a horror film, you know. Oh man, and you know John Carpenter. I mean, his his roots, you know, fill into the the, the early seventies. Mm -hmm. Of course, like all the movies he made in the eighties. Yeah, he's I a mean, legend. He's a legend. Yeah. Horror legend. I mean, Escape from New York, The Thing, mm -hmm. The Fog, Assault on Precinct Thirteen. I mean, like, you know, the list just goes on and on. Like, I mean. What was that Vampires movies he did with uh, James Woods? That was good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was, yeah, that was John Carpenter's Vampires. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and we can't forget uh, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> <laughs> Lopan in the house. <laughs> what was the name of the truck in that one? I don't know. What's the way, you know, Senor Will's always telling us something out of that movie. What is it? <laughs> he always has some. I know. We, we, we should call him and find out what the name of that truck is, but we'll have to do that maybe a little later. Yeah. But yeah, John Carpenter, obviously a master of the craft, mm -hmm. not just in the horror genre but just filmmaking in general um i know he's inspired a lot of the guys you know james cameron and mm -hmm. people after him so yeah, yeah so it's it's funny to hear him just dog rob <laughs> zombie there but i mean hey when somebody says one thing versus what he actually said i i, mm -hmm. I can see him getting angry about oh totally that, you know? yeah i mean if you know if that's the way that goes down yeah that's pretty <laughs> shitty man <laughs> and seeing that q a a few weeks back with rob zombie where mm -hmm. like he pretty much like said like 
no, nah, this new movie has nothing to do with like, you know, uh, the running man, like, you know, to, yeah. to, for him to have that kind of attitude, I don't put it past him that, you know, he's, uh, I mean, no disrespect. I'm a big Rob Zombie mm. fan, but I'm just saying it just seems. Yeah. He's probably very curt with people. <laughs> exactly. And that's probably from his background too, being from the music sure, industry sure. switching over. Well, all I can yeah. say is no matter what the real story is, I don't blame John Carpenter for pitching it the way he did to that like Swedish Jennifer Lopez was just <laughs> fine as hell. Uh, we're, we're, we're going to go ahead and post this video online for everyone to check out Absolutely. this like Swedish Jennifer Lopez on here. It was just yeah. smoking hot. She was and very pretty. Be careful because it cuts to John Carpenter a lot and, <laughs> He basically, I mean, he looks like he should be in a horror movie at this point because he looks like one of the uh, Nazis at the end of Raiders. You know? he, he even mentions his, his Alzheimer's was kicking in. Yeah, so. yeah. And I don't blame it. He's, he's like 200. So Absolutely. Well, that that was awesome. Thanks for letting us play that uh, clip, El Bandito. And, you know, I hope everybody else enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, now we have our next uh, musical break by our good buddy up in Toronto, Canada. Word Burglar, here's Channel Halifax. It's a beautiful day. Just gonna jaywalk across Spring Garden. Yeah. I grew up by the library, next to Winston Churchill Eating pizza every day like some ninja turtles The kid who burgles from St. Pat's to Gus's pub At the public gardens, feeding ducks but the spud What's up cuz? A grace baby in the place, y'all And like Glace Bay, he loves baseball From the commons to the wanderer's grounds And you know I feel weird when no water's around Down at the harbor front where I used to dishwash Before I quit to get a job pulling rickshaws I was spitting raw, just a kid from the peninsula You might have seen picking up Liquor on Agricola, the particular deliverer of the male star Hopping fences, hanging out at the rail yard or repair Just watching the harbor hop and feeling fat like Miller's old barbershop Anytime I need to smile and relax, I put my mind on the facts And dial it back to good times of the past and the ones to come Wherever you're at, never forget where you're from, I channel Halifax And when I dial it back, never takes too long to get a smile and crack Cause life moves fast and can spiral off track Downtown Holly, proud card carrying My heart's buried in every square inch of Barrington Where I'd swim at the YWCA No wonder I don't like the W sweets, eh? Hey, I just prefer seeing ships that tall And getting busier than Christmas at Micmac Mall Centennial Rink to St. Mary's and St. Francis Flirting with the girls at the Sacred Heart Dances Romances, Holly can never keep me single And always makes me smile like the dingle While playing hooky at Freeman's on Quimple Strange adventures whenever I wasn't in school It's cool, the Leafs, Habs, or the Bruins Someone will always tell you what Crosby has been doing And don't freak out if you hear a boom from the Citadel Yo, that just means it's noon And anytime I need to smile and relax I put my mind on the facts and dial it back Yo, 
notion Known for holding Olin's bottles Ocean playground, parks and recreation Taking the ferry for a Dartmouth vacation Sneaking on the docks under the arm in darkness Then grabbing Steve Arenos at the farmer's market And if you craving some donair sauce Hit Tony's on Roby, we go there lots The history here, grab a beer anyone See I got more tales than Pier 21 From Point Pleasant Park to the Pirates and Hobos To why the Windjammers had the best team logo You know though, like no thermos will cause a fuss If you wanna take coffee on the bus And just in case you'd rather catch a cab, son Call Casino, I hear they're the fast ones Yeah Shout out everybody in Howtown Uh, Nouvelle Cuss And that was Word Burglar with Channel Halifax and his brand new video to accompany it, which is just as expertly edited and put together as his raps themselves. Absolutely, El Bandito. Yeah, everyone can check that out on YouTube. Go out to Facebook, like Word Burglar. Once again, man, like, you know, all this talent coming out of Canada, man. Like, oh, I yeah. <laughs> Ber- Bergie's doing it up, man. You know, all the best celebrities are from Canada. You know and it, And now man. look, all the best rappers are coming from Canada. <laughs> you got you it, know? man. And speaking of which, you know, on that video that we just watched, like, you know how he's, you know, he shows all those spots throughout, you know. Yeah, that's Halifax. what's great. He's singing about the area and then the the video is constantly cutting back and forth to all the different areas that he's talking about. And it's, it's, it's put together very, very well. And you can like follow him almost on a tour around the city and all the places he's been to and remembers. It's beautiful. It's expertly done. Man, it's so great how you just said that, man. The city of Halifax has actually <laughs> recognized that video oh, wow. as like an unofficial like tour guide <laughs> for, awesome. you know, for the city. So, yeah, it definitely made me want to go. Oh, you know? man, that place looks awesome. Here, yeah. here we were just joking about the weird food, and now I want a Donar's. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is, but yeah. I want to eat that. Like, there's a big sign. It looks like some kind of meat stick. I it looked it. like it, yeah. I like, know that like doesn't sound sh- good, but... <laughs> well, it was like shaved meat. It almost made me think of like a gyro or something yeah. like that with the sauce on it. Oh, man, absolutely, man. Yeah, once again, yeah, you know, big ups to, to Bergie for, you know, always putting out the great tracks, letting us play all of his great tracks and, you know, just putting out real yeah, quality stuff. And I got to tell you that little like TV logo at the very end, mm-hmm. like with his like face on it, you know, yeah. like the, <laughs> I, I would totally wear a shirt sporting that. So, you know, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, we, we totally rock our prison shirts right now of like the word oh, burglar. Oh, he's you know, burglar. He, <laughs> yeah. He burgles words, man. <laughs> Awesome. Once again, yeah, we will definitely put the uh, video for Channel Halifax up on our wall 
and uh, definitely check it out. It's 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 worth it, and it will probably get you to want to go to Halifax. Yeah, too. absolutely. <laughs> and and if for nothing else, you know the fact that Bergie is such a happy, excited guy. Like he's oh, a pleasure yeah. to watch on stage and in this video. But dude, what a straight up pimp! Oh, like what is he just high fiving, sitting yeah. up with every hot chick in Canada? Oh, I'm like, you know it, man. Damn, Canada's got it going on. <laughs> How about the time he's on the side of the bus and he's just high fiving like the whole bus? Yeah, like, it's, just like, it's women's of all ages, and they're like, "What's up?" <laughs> Maybe we need to relocate to Canada. <laughs> we may have to do that. I'll just pick us up and move it, move the studio there. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every everyone in Canada is probably thinking like, "Oh, we got to go see those half naked women in." Florida and you're like, <laughs> here we are like no I bet all those women in the sweater vests have it going on down there somewhere. <laughs> down there definitely underneath all those layers but yeah yeah definitely some of those uh maybe we need to go there in like the summertime <laughs> like some of those colder shots do like they have that. a summertime in Canada I, I don't bet. think they do that's true it probably does snow like year-round <laughs> Halifax that's like yeah you know, that's it looked way, like though, yeah. the the shots from the video were at all different times seasons because it yes. was like fall and winter and sometimes yep. he was just wearing a t-shirt and yeah when he was wearing a T-shirt, and I'm watching that part, I'm I'm watching it like he's by the bay, and I'm like, that looks cold as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's absolutely, man. Yeah, nah, I we'll have to take a trip up there sometime and catch a uh, let's do it. Catch word burglar. And go to a strip club. <laughs> but for right now, you know, let's dive into some of our more local events down here in our great state of Florida. <laughs> well, first up. October 7th through the 9th, we have Spooky Empire in Orlando. Ooh. Yes, for a weekend pass is only $60. Guests featuring Weird Al, Robert England, the cast of Hellraiser, Kane Holder, who was Jason Voorhees in mo most of his famous roles, and the majority of the cast from Stranger Things, which is a very popular show, show right on. now on yeah. Netflix, like we were mentioning Netflix earlier. Uh, plus, you know, very special for us here at, uh, Podunk Radio, there's going to be panels by Nicole and Justin Jordan of Podunk Radio, also of Underground Horror Radio. So we definitely have to go up and check that out. Oh, absolutely. You know, and hopefully thanks to our great state of Florida, the weather will hold out and we won't get struck by a giant hurricane <laughs> and we'll be able to go up to Spooky and show a bunch of support and love to them up there and to the horror genre in general, which, you know, hey, it's October, man. If you're not celebrating horror... And uh, you're boring, or like a church guy or something. Oh, you know it. This this uh this big hurricane must be like a Jehovah's Witness or something like that, <laughs> trying to come up here and totally mess it all up. But also that same weekend on Saturday, October eighth, they have Hate Ash Buried, Carol Stop Calling, and Ember's Dawn at Swamp Grass Willies down in Palm Beach Gardens. So if you're not up in the Orlando area, but instead kind of more in the South Florida area, come up and see us in Palm Beach Gardens. There's a five dollar cover. Music starts at 9.30, and it's a 21 and up show. But, I mean, anytime you can see Carol stop calling. You know it's going to be a good time. Absolutely. Man, you know, yeah, you know, Pat and the guys and Carol stop calling rocked the town when they opened up for Green Jello. Oh, absolutely. Last in, in August. And, man, I, I'm sure they're going to rock the house at, down at Swampgrass. Oh, you know it, senor. Following that, you know, that weekend of awesomeness with both Spooky and the Carol stop calling show, on Monday, October 10th, uh, Treasure Coast Cosplayers are, presents Nerd Trivia at Good Times Rock Bar in Port St. Lucie. Trivia begins at 6 and will run till 9. During the trivia night, free pool table play and rock band on the Wii will also be available. And the following weekend, on Friday, October 14th, Morbid Movies will be back at it and presenting What, what Else Would You Play on Halloween? 
but a Halloween movie. All right. And they're playing Halloween 3. Oh, man. That's one of my favorites, Oh, man. is it? You know the funny thing about Halloween 3? When it first came out, it's universally hated. Really? But over the last three decades, it has slowly grown and, and this, this cult following behind it. <laughs> because ultimately, not to cut the event you know, description, but Halloween 3 is actually about Halloween. You know, while the other ones are more just about Michael Myers. I mean, I know he's in the mask and stuff. So it's like, yeah, like having like the basis about Halloween. It's like, it's a good Halloween movie. It's just not a good Halloween movie in a series about Michael Myers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, I I will be absolutely 100% honest. I've never seen any of the Halloween movies. Well, this one you could see without having to see any of the other ones because it is like a standalone. Okay, good. So yeah, I'll have to tag along and catch this one. Maybe watch the Rob Zombie one and... Uh, like hate it, you know. <laughs> Be able to talk to John Carpenter, but yes, please continue, El Bandito. Sorry, but yeah. To jump so, in. so we're going to try to be there on Friday, October fourteenth, down at Morbid Movies at Movies of Lake Worth. Um, it's at nine thirty p.m. It's ten dollars at the door, and you get a free button and raffle tickets if you're one of the first one hundred people to show up. So make sure to get there early, get a good seat, get a Charleston chew, and enjoy the show. Oh, absolutely, man. Those guys down at Morbid Movie, Mike and the gang, they do such a good job. And I mean, I've seen some of the raffle prizes for Halloween 3 and mm-hmm. like... It's good it, stuff? It, it's fun. Like, it, it's <laughs> it's some cool stuff. Like, I mean, they got like stuff from other Halloween movies and stuff. It, it's... it's it's good. Like I think any horror fan and what's going to be cool about this one too, is like these, the people who come out to see this one are going to be like the real deal horror Halloween fans. I They're going to be the hardcore fans. Yeah. The hardcore ones, yeah. you know, cause see, I mean, that's good because I'm a fan of hardcore. Ah, <laughs> well, like I said, and definitely not to spoil anything, the, uh, the storyline of, of this Halloween movie is probably the most sinister plot Ooh. I can think of for like just a, a Halloween movie. <laughs> so, yeah, it's de- you know definitely one of my favorites. And um, yeah, it'll be great to see it on the big screen. So uh, coming up next, we got another musical break. Here we have Calabrese with Dead Don't Rise.
And that was Calabrese with Dead Don't Rise. Man, that was definitely some uh, classic punk rock sounding stuff right there. Oh, absolutely. You know, and I'm not sure exactly how they're pronouncing that. I think we've got it right there, Calabrese. <laughs> I think so too, Calabrese. And if, <laughs> if they're not pronouncing it like that, they should probably start pronouncing because it, it just sounds like. It sounds fancy. It's exactly. like fancy, you know, meat that you buy at the store. <laughs> it's like, so. and tonight you will be having. Calabrese. <laughs> <laughs> but either way, it's, it looks like they're from Phoenix, Arizona, right here in the USA. So they may yep. have a more Americanized way of, of saying. Uh, Calabrese. Calabrese? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And you, you said that they're uh, blood brothers, huh? Yeah. It says there's three blood brothers in the band, Bobby, Jimmy, and Davey. And they've been around since 2003, you know, touring the country and performing rock, punk rock, horror rock, alternative rock. I mean, what, whatever it is you really want to call this. <laughs> but uh, I love the name of the album there was Dayglow Necros. There you go. So it sounds like some pretty cool stuff. Definitely being down there, like you said, in like the... Uh, the Arizona area, you mm-hmm. know, definitely have that like desert kind of, you know, makes me think of like a, uh, like a cow's skull, you know, yeah. kind of out there. In the you the know. sun devils, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely got that, uh, you know, fallout new Vegas feel, but you know, definitely just listening to that, I can hear, um, lots of, uh, early misfits, Glendanzig, uh, influence there, just mm-hmm. even by the way that the guy sings. So, you know, I'm sure if, uh, Cal Breezy hasn't, uh, Toured up with Nanzig yet that they uh, they probably will be in the future. Well, we can't wait to hear. Well, keep up the good work, guys, and thanks for uh, some rockin' tunes. Absolutely. El Bandito, do you know what time it is now? Ooh, what time is it now? It's time for the... Video Game Zone. All right, man, so... There's a lot going on in the world of video games, man. Like this month, we have quite a bit of releases coming out. What's coming up first, El Bandito? Well, it looks like on October 11th, pretty much everything in the fucking universe is coming out. <laughs> but if we do it in order of like best shit to worst shit, I think first on the list is going to be Gears of War 4. Oh, there you go. So that's the Xbox exclusive, Gears mm-hmm. of War 4. And it's been a while since we've gotten a new Gears game, so... You know, we want to check out that uh, trailer real quick and let everybody know what we think. Yeah, let's check it out. Awesome. Here we go. (laughs) Classic song there, yeah. Well, it definitely doesn't look like any other Gears of War game. Yeah, what is he, farming? There you go. Ooh, they got hot women. There you go. When are they going to start sawing people in half? <laughs> That's what the game's known for. They have a chainsaw in the front of their gun. That's it. Instead, now that we're planting trees. <laughs> so we got the guy running. And yeah, he leaped the barricade. Now he looks like he's sad. Okay, there's an alien guy. I think the aliens have destroyed his farm at this point. Like, that was flashbacks of his farm. Hmm. Well, (laughs) definitely, as most of these uh, newer trailers, definitely shrouded in mystery. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny because I I wasn't really thinking until we watched the trailer just now, but I remember seeing the release for this at E3 last year. Oh, okay, okay. And they were showing how this is going to have more of an almost like 
uh, horror theme to it more okay. than a first-person shooter theme to it from the, the small preview that I saw. But gotcha. it was basically the, the guy was there, and he was running through almost like an abandoned church building. Okay. And he was trying to find those monsters that looks like a dog. Okay. And it was jumping down. But it would like hide from him, and you know it would scare you, and it was dark, and you could hardly see, and you had to use a flashlight on your on your gun to like look for it and things. Okay. So it, it definitely had a, a horror feel to it that I, I don't remember the other games really having. Yeah. So you're not just some badass stomping around. Well, looking. <laughs> you're still some badass because this guy looks like you know he he eats steel for breakfast. <laughs> All those yeah. guys do. Yeah. Just massive dudes. Yeah. You know? And I can tell you from being someone who never works out that I I know for a fact that you can't not eat any protein and get that big. Like, I don't know what they're doing. Like, cause they were like abandoned on this alien world for a long time, gotcha. and, but they're just jacked. You know? Okay. Okay. So next up we've got, uh, we got the WWE 2K 17. Let's yeah. check this one out. Well, we knew it was 2K. Okay. <laughs> There's cops in the woods. That's very wrestling. <laughs> I was going to say, are you sure you didn't load up like the GTA uh, video or something? <laughs> <laughs> well, this, it had, it had. What are they doing here? It's a bunch of police. It looks like they're raiding some kind of small building. Hmm. And what do they have? Cans or something? Are those cans? I think those are cans. What, what is that? Door? Yeah, it looks like a shed, an old abandoned shed. Uh-oh, they're going in. They're go oh, man. Oh, it's spools. They're spools of wire like they're going to dynamite something. Are you sure this isn't the horror game? We were just <laughs> Whoa, explosion. It's Who's produced it? by Michael Bay. Who's that? Uh-oh. Oh, it's Goldberg. Oh, oh it's Goldberg. Oh. Was he, he in the WWE? <laughs> I think for like a, a fast second. He's probably coming back <laughs> if they're putting him in a video game. Uh, oh, well, look, he's joined forces with the police. Oh, oh pre-order and get to play as Goldberg. Okay. I guess that's exciting. Oh. <laughs> you get to play as Goldberg. Oh, well, yeah, you know, the the you know, I I guess they they're go they keep going back every year and they keep pulling, you know, they had Sting in one and then mm -hmm. they had the Ultimate Warrior. Well, I mean, Sting came back to wrestling yeah. and then I mean, Ultimate Warrior technically came back and then he passed away. Sure. Uh, so I mean, who knows, maybe uh Maybe Goldberg's coming back. So uh, well, let's let's see what happens. If nothing else, it's it's always nice to see another legend in a video game to try to get you to buy the newest edition. Although they didn't change a fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, El Bandito. Well, before we wrap up here, we gotta talk about this upcoming game on October seventh, Mafia Three. Oh, okay. What's this all about? Well, you know, the Mafia series kind of follows in that whole open world thing of the GTA. Saints Row, it has that same formula. Wait, is it, is, isn't that the game you used to play like on MySpace where you would start a mob <laughs> thing and all that? <laughs> no, it's not Mafia Wars, but, oh, okay. um, it's different game. you know, yeah, like the first Mafia game was like back in the 20s okay. and the second one was in like the 1940s and 50s. Ah. Well, this one's actually taking place in the 19, uh, the late 1960s, early mm. 70s, and you play a, uh, a Vietnam War veteran who okay. comes back. Uh, and it's it's based in Louisiana, Ooh. and you are playing a uh, African American protagonist. Okay, but what really has this in the news right now? I mean, besides that, it's coming out, you know, in a few days. Is that <laughs> in one of the missions you actually get to gun down a KKK rally? You, you know, I, I understand people getting all up in arms about things, you know, but 
Can the game at least come out first? I mean, talk about fucking spoiler <laughs> alert. That sounds like that would be a jarring and awesome thing to play in the game. Oh, yeah. Uh, but instead, people are just spoiling it for you. Thanks, spoilers out there. You know? They even had it in their trailer. So it oh, okay, a, yeah. okay. I know we didn't get a chance to watch that one yeah, just yeah. for the sake of time. But, like, yeah. like Now, what do you feel about I mean, you know, you got to think about it like, you know, in like, you know, Call of Duty and stuff. I mean, you're gunning down yeah. the Nazis. And stuff. You know, I mean, there's been a whole thing. You and me have discussed several times about shock value in in modern day, uh-huh. you know, that they apply it to movies. They apply it to comic books, which I think is ridiculous, you know, where they just do things to shock and awe you. And it started off. You remember the famous airport scene in Call of Duty, which yes. was completely like. It, it was incredible, you know, when you played it, you were like, oh my God, this is crazy. It was really sure. intense, but it was stupid if you actually follow the plot. Like, it accomplished nothing and you were already outed as yeah. a spy. So it was like really stupid to have even included that. And then in Modern Warfare 3, they tried to up the ante by like having a child there. Oh, and they blew the f- up the gas. Oh, yeah. The, the, I the biological weapon of that. Of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, it's just shock value. And then, yeah. you know, they put something like this in there. And again, like, all you can think is, okay, that must be like a shock value thing. But seeing it in the trailer and seeing it in the context of people complaining about it, mm-hmm. doesn't tell you how it fits into the story. Like, yeah. is it a major component of the story? Does, does it have a pur- purpose or reason for being there? Those are the questions you have to ask before you're like, I'm offended by this. Uh, well, I, you know, it's funny. I think there's really, like, two sides to the coin here. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are like, this is freaking awesome. I can't wait to gun down the KKK. And then <laughs> yeah. you have these other folks who... I mean, you know, of course, immediately people want to be like, oh, that person's racist because they, but they're just like, well, you know, these people are getting so excited about a African-American protagonist, like murdering a hate group, you know? Sure, sure. And uh, okay, so I kind of see your point there, what you're saying, and uh, I don't want it to come off like I'm like, oh, you know, you shouldn't have a game about killing KKK people. Like that's, <laughs> ba- I don't give a shit. Fuck them, you know. <laughs> but what I'm thinking is that it sounds like there would be a lot of white people and like white supremacists that are mad about that. Yes, you yeah. Know? That, and that, in my context, it's like, well, does it have to do with the story? Because it could have something to do with the story before you just get pissed about it for nothing. Sure. But you're right. And the bulk of things, uh, like you had mentioned, it's very much like Nazis. I mean, one sure. of the greatest games ever created who had a terrible movie, Fuck You Ball, was Blood Rain. Uh-huh. And Blood Rain was a movie where, or a game where you played as a vampire woman mm-hmm. whose whole goal was to kill monsters and Nazis. Uh-huh. So what makes that game so fantastic is the fact that it is a guilt-free rampage. Like, fuck Nazis and fuck monsters. They're exactly. abominations. They suck, whatever. Sure. You know? And this is kind of in the same vein where you're like, uh, you know, the airport scene from Call of Duty was mm-hmm. you were killing civilians. Yes. You know, at random. Yeah, the little girl sense. getting killed in Call of Duty 3 from sarin gas or whatever that was, that's criminal and heartbreaking. Sure. You know, this is like, this is just you killing dirtbags. Like, <laughs> who really gives a shit, you know? And sure. I, I guess what sucks about it is that, like, Nowadays, there's not a lot of Nazis walking around that can be <laughs> like, hey, don't put yeah. me in a game, you <laughs> yeah, know? But, like, I guess the Grand Dragons can be like, hey, this isn't cool. Like, I don't... But you know what? You're the fucking KKK. Don't bring it's, that shit up on yourself and then be like, wah, 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 wah. Oh, absolutely, you know? And it's like, you know, you ever notice that, like, rock star, like, mm-hmm. they'll pretty much have a, a group in there that's like the Crips or like the Bloods, but yeah. they don't label them mm-hmm. the Bloods or the Crips. I, I'm wondering if it's going to be kind of like that, too, or it doesn't sure. exactly they're say, not exactly KKK. Yeah, but yeah. it's, you know, it's 
painstakingly obvious yeah. that you're gunning down, you know, <laughs> white a, dudes and, 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 you know. They, they'll do it all Forrest Gump style where they're like, oh, yeah, he used to run around with the pillows case <laughs> on his head, you know. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. just to bury the hatchet on video games all the way around as mm-hmm. far as overly violent, go and play Saints Row. <laughs> you know, that is the most universally appealing, awesomest fucking game ever. So if you're crying about GTA being too violent or whatever, you know, Saints Row has always kept it on this like kind of cartoony, over the top, ridiculous level that is just fun. I mean, that's the point of these games is to have fun. You know, if you're sure. finding that your child or your husband or your girlfriend, or whatever, is getting obsessed with video games and like getting into the mindset of their character, whether it be they start getting tattoos of like, you know, weird gothic stuff all over them, like from Skyrim, and then they want to go battle dragons, or they're going out and trying to beat up kids in their school. You, you know, it's just for fun and for entertainment and escapism. It's not sure. what your life is supposed to be about, you know? I, so enjoy it and have fun with it, but don't make it more than what it is. I agree, El Bandito. With that being said, I think it's about time for us to head into our final musical break of the night. Here we have Shinobi Ninja with Programmable Animal.
And that was Shinobi Ninja with the programmable animal. Yeah, talking about programmables, man. Like we were just talking about video games and, you know, we definitely got to remember our good friends up in New York City, Shinobi Ninja. Absolutely. Those guys are awesome. You know it. And that track's brand new. Just came out this past week. Uh, it's available on uh, SoundCloud. And uh, definitely go to Shinobi Ninja's Facebook page and give them a like and listen to some more of their stuff. Lots and lots of great tunes. Very laid back stuff. Yeah, they have kind of a, a mashup between uh, maybe reggae and, and rock. So it's oh, yeah. really great. You know, and really, a million other things. <laughs> I was going to say, they can really play just about anything. But yeah, yeah. They're, they're a great symbol of New York because, you know, America's, we have the potential to be the biggest melting pot in the world. <laughs> and they're certainly helping us melt. Absolutely, man. Well, I think it's been a great show, El Bandito. Absolutely. We've had a lot of great music, good news. Um, lots of good stuff coming with the shows and video games. Yeah. Thank, thank you all you beautiful people out there for listening as always. And make sure to hit us up on Facebook, you know, throw some likes, leave us a comment, or you can always reach us at powerhouroflove at gmail.com. If you'd like to send us a message or ask us any love advice or any topics you want to hear us cover. So that's about it, man. I'm Charbol. This is El Bandito. And we're Power Hour of Love only on podunkradio.com. Yeah. What happened? Something must have happened. It's not you. It's me. Uh, listen. I was thinking we should break up or whatever. I am breaking up with you. Consider that a divorce. Calabrese.